Hello, hello. Welcome to the number one wrestling podcast in Bangladesh. My name, name is Saad, and the reason I'm here is because of Triple H. I'm joined by Alhan and Akib. What are the reasons you're here? Oh man, John Cena all the way, guys. John Cena's my hero. Yeah, Alhan is a huge John my... Cena fan. Yeah. yeah. He's lucky because he's in WrestleMania this year. Oh yeah, after nine Akib. years, I think. I actually don't know who your favorite wrestler is. See, that conversation is such a difficult one to have sometimes. Okay. But I think if we're talking all the time, I think I'm a Shawn Michaels boy through and through. Whoa. So every time, every time I think I look at anyone who sort of resembles anything that was the heartbreak kid, I just go for it. I'm a, si- I'm a, I'm a uh, sucker for it. No so wonder Seth, you like Daniel Bryan. Daniel what? Bryan, I also it's like... a huge I, Bryan head. Yeah, I, I really love Daniel Bryan as well. But how does Daniel oh, Bryan come? I think they're, they're, like the, they're like the small guys and they really had to... So they, Sean trained him? That doesn't make any <laughs> sense because Sean Michaels was an asshole. Like Seth Rollins is more Sean Michaels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth, Seth Rollins. No, but Daniel Bryan is Sean Michaels. Oh, you mean the, the fickle Daniel Bryan. <laughs> no, no, not the character <laughs> of Daniel Bryan. But in terms of wrestling ability, he's also a technical super wrestler. I wouldn't like, say his wrestling style is very Sean Michaels. I think he's it's very technically gifted, just as Sean Michaels was. So, so the major objective <laughs> of this podcast <laughs> is we're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk a lot of WWE, upcoming events, our feelings, and a little bit about kayfabe. Yeah. Interesting I... fact. Our boy Alhan here <laughs> actually did a thesis on kayfabe to explain kayfabe to the normal muggle. <laughs> yeah, and he interviewed both of us for that. Yep. Yep. And we, we, we went all in for our boy. I was actually very real in that interview. Yeah, right? You didn't kayfabe at all. Yeah. <laughs> So what is kayfabe? Yeah, let's let's hear it from like the master himself. Yeah. So basically, you know how when you talk to someone who's only watched wrestling when they were kids and then grew out of it, or just people who've never gotten into wrestling, they always ask questions like, "Why do you watch this stuff? It's all fake." Or like they say statements like, this is all just scripted." So what's the fun in that? Well. It is scripted, obviously, but they are under the impression that wrestling is very safe in that like, people don't, can't get hurt, people don't actually hit each other. So their idea of fake is very different from why wrestling is fake. Like, these are real athletes doing crazy yeah, stunts they, out there, dangerous stuff all the time. They have broken bones, torn <laughs> muscles. Yeah. yeah. Don't try this at home. Yeah, it's, it's real. And like... While, like, the outcomes are fixed, obviously, like, that's how they give you the entertainment part of yeah. the sports entertainment. Yeah. But they still put their bodies on the line. Right. And we've seen wrestlers, some wrestlers we've loved, get injured and get hurt and then get really sick. All these superstars, as um, these wrestlers are called, they are extremely talented. Yeah. They are also very, like, they have they need a lot of... They need a lot of working out and intense training sessions to keep up with their body lines and everything. Not everyone can do it. Not everyone can just come and do it. Like for example, if we take a very new wrestler who burst into the scene and if you're an outsider watching this, you would think that, oh, just anybody can get into WWE. But he's actually really good. Yeah. Talking about Logan Paul. 
Yeah, for sure. Like Logan Paul surprised me. Like yeah, like even when Logan Paul was entering WWE, I thought it was just another superstar, uh, you know, like celebrity entrance or something. He's going to do some one or two shots and then that's it, just all hype. But no, he's doing all of the moves. He's jumping off top ropes. And he's doing them better than some of the wrestlers whose jobs is to do that specific move. Yeah. Like his, what's that move called that Hangman Adam Page does? The Buckshot Lariat. Buckshot, Buckshot Lariat. Lariat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, he's he's, he's really good at that. I mean, he's got the best Buckshot Lariat in the game. Yeah, 100%. Even though, even though the frog splash off the top rope on Roman Reigns yeah. when he had the camera, right? Oh, that was... If you take the camera out of the picture, if we just make it just a frog, it was a crazy splash. Yeah. Like he went really high. And then on top of that, to have that footage, to just... Because it's like, you can go and watch that back so many times, yeah. it will always be excellent. And that even that Batman Superman picture they did. Oh, oh man, that was yeah. so like, sick. That's, that's exactly why we watch wrestling. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, that uh what do you call it that jump of the top rope the phenomenal forearm basically yeah he's very good at that as well and the one thing i've realized that he's very good at talking shit because he's, he's been made for this he is he's actually really made for like, this and i love that he is the heel again yeah like uh against his match with seth rollins i don't even know if he's the heel honestly like who it, is the he he's definitely the it's a heel. heel versus heel thing. No no, Seth is a face now, dude. Seth is. I don't think he's face. Seth is more like. He's a tweener. He's a tweener, like, yeah. An anti-hero. Yeah, sort of. He's he's yeah. he's an asshole, but he's also like as, an asshole to the right people, and I think that's the best part about him. That's why I like him so much because he's so much like Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He's a dick, but he's also like so good at what he does. He's so good at it. And, and he doesn't do the drugs. He doesn't do the drugs. Yeah, he's yeah. very clean. Um, but unlike Shawn Michaels. <laughs> uh, unlike Shawn Michaels before unlike he found God. God. Yeah. And Triple H. And if Triple you guys H. You guys all saw the documentary. Oh, the documentary was yeah. insane. The documentary. I, I got so emotional so many times. But anyway, speaking of Logan Paul and Seth Rollins, they are facing each other at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. So, Aki, why don't you tell us a little bit about how big Wrestlemania is and what Wrestlemania really means so Wrestlemania is like for like the easiest way I can give you context for this it's like the football world cup final yeah. but it just happens once a year but it's it's purely entertainment it's meant to give you matches that you love it's meant to give you moments that you remember forever and you're just going to be hooked onto it. And nostalgia is such a big factor in that. Like, I, I still remember some of the greatest WrestleMania matches that I've ever watched. And they still hold my heart to this day. Yep. Like that Shawn Michaels-Undertaker match. Oh, man. Oh, man. Which one? <laughs> Both. All three. The one, in the one at the end of the Rumble, not at WrestleMania, but the one at the end of the Rumble where they just wrestled each other for 10 minutes as the last two contestants. That was some actual oh, yeah. long-term storytelling. That was crazy. And it was such a great way for him to go out, you yeah. know? It was, it was. It was the perfect way. Like, who better than The Undertaker? Like, he... He was the perfect person to retire Ric Flair. Yeah. Like, that was also one of the most beautiful WrestleMania moments. I'll, like, I'll never forget that. That was, like... Shawn Michaels has such a good way of telling a story in ring 
that's why Daniel Bryan can do that too because Shawn Michaels trained him. Because Daniel Bryan can also tell a story in ring. Yeah. To be fair, Shawn never paid much attention to Daniel Bryan. Oh, no. <laughs> he never did. I don't know what you want me to say. There's this one uh, segment that I will always remember from Sean interacting with Daniel Bryan, where he just goes like, like he can't he can't relate to Daniel Bryan because he's an A star player. He always has been, but Daniel Bryan's a B B plus player. So that was just really fun because to see the old dick Sean Michaels. Like. See, I feel like with Sean Michaels, the thing is he. He was an underdog, but he and was just... for those of you who don't know, Shawn Michaels is very topical when talking about WrestleMania because he is Mr. Mr. WrestleMania. WrestleMania himself. The icon. Like, like, that's something I don't think anyone's gonna take from him ever. I don't... I, I mean, Roman Reigns. I mean, when I was a kid, I would always go like, why is Shawn Michaels called Mr. WrestleMania when he's not won that many WrestleManias? But Undertaker should be called Mr. WrestleMania because he's yeah. like... But you know, that's like going back to what's the best thing about wrestling. It's not really always the matches and the outcomes, but it's the story and the moments yeah. that they make in between. Absolutely, so while, while Shawn wasn't winning many WrestleMania matches, he was making these moments that you remember forever. Yeah, absolutely. But this is where kayfabe also comes in. Cause like when I used to go like The Undertaker won more matches, so he should be called Mr. WrestleMania. I was still young enough to believe in kayfabe. Which brings us to the other part of kayfabe, which is, which is that Kayfabe is basically the storytelling that the WWE or any other wrestling promotion does, the scripts that they write, the characters that they make, and the stories that they tell. They pretend for it all to be real. And they do it like, they go all out when pretending that it's all real. And they have for years. So yeah. the people who believe, believe in the storylines, you could say, are believing in Kayfabe. They're falling for Kayfabe. Yeah, but I feel like kayfabe is sort of gone now. Like it's, it's not really there. Like I, I don't a agree with that because I think social, like you're talking about social media and the whole, or like just the way people even on screen now they talk about kayfabe. Like the the wrestlers who talk about kayfabe and just break the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah. breaking the fourth wall is actually a new part of kayfabe right yeah. now. Yeah, like, I would say. Kayfabe is, like for example, just the other day, I was watching a documentary with The Undertaker where he's talking about his WrestleMania 27 match with Triple H. And you all remember how that match ended, right? It was, it ended with Taker winning with the Hell's Gate, but then he couldn't get up. So Triple H lost, but he still walked out on his own two feet. Yeah. And Undertaker had to be stretchered out. But, so that was the storyline coming to WrestleMania 28. Undertaker won, but he still wanted revenge. And then they had the Hell in a Cell match. So the interviewer asked him what that was about and Taker said it was all scripted. Like he did not, he was not actually injured during that WrestleMania 27 match. He could have walked out of the That's some really good writing. Yeah. That's crazy. See, yeah, you're it's right in, in that way that that is what kayfabe is now. And I love it because it's like, because of that, we still have some element of where we don't know what's real and what's not. And the stars who do do the right job of like keeping silent about it um they really make the storylines even better with a little bit of kayfabe added in they do and it's like what john cena said um when you're handed a story don't fight it don't argue it make the best of it yeah 
100% with Cena on that. And someone who's really good at that, other than John Cena, is Chris Jericho. Mm. You give him any storyline, he'll make it so good. Like the whole list thing, yeah. the whole um, Kevin Owens friendship thing, crazy stories. Yeah, he's very good at taking what he's given and then like making something out of it. Like that, that Kevin Owens match, like people actually wanted to like see that as like a big fight and not how they presented it at the end. But that's like a whole different era that we're talking about now that so, it's the Triple H era. Speaking of Triple H era, why don't we talk about Triple H's first ever WrestleMania? How's it gonna be, guys? Do you think he has it in him? Do you think he can book the so grandest actually, stage of them all? So I was actually thinking a lot about this the other day. Going into WrestleMania when it was Vince's era, um... It was like, the storylines were crazy, you know, like, you don't know what the hell is going to happen, but when you get to the match itself, a lot of it you fast forward through. Like, for example, the whole Sami Zayn versus the Jack Boys shit that happened last WrestleMania, and then yeah. Austin, Kevin Owens a segment, yeah. and then that turned into a fight. All of those stuff, right? They're all good in theory, but when it comes yeah. down to it... In theory. <laughs> when it comes down to it... Nobody cares. <laughs> but Triple H, think about all the matches this year's WrestleMania. All the matches are matches you want to see because you know each match will say a story in the ring. Let's take, let's take the worst, like putting the woman out of the picture for a while. Let's take the worst match possible in the men's division, which is um, the triple threat match. Sheamus. Okay. Drew that's, McIntyre. That's the worst Drew match. That is no. That's the worst match in this card. No, dude. There's the WrestleMania showcase matches. That's not okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Granted, those are the worst okay. ones, but they're not really. They're just there to fill up the time. What they're does not, the showcase match even mean? Is that gonna be at the big before WrestleMania? Like no, no, no. I, I don't be, think it'll be pre-show actually. I think it'll be pre-show. It's a. Sh- why would they call it a showcase match? That's so lame. <laughs> Yeah, could be, could be both of both days pre-shows. I think it's gonna be on the kickoff show, dude, for sure. I hope because then actually Drew and that match is probably for me. I think like, the worst <laughs> match actually is actually nah. You're right. I think the worst match is Drew and um, Sheamus. You know and what? I would say when we talk it. about worst matches, I'm not talking about worst matches in terms of the potential that match has to be good. I'm talking about in terms of the build, because. It's not even a bad uh, build-up to the match, but the, all the other matches on the card have gotten more time to No, the worst build-up is John Cena versus Austin Theory. Yeah. yeah, nah. yeah. They only had one segment. Putting on the, the woman Rangers. aside, yes, I think. Yeah, John Cena and Austin Theory only had one segment. Tarak Austin Theory just if two backstage of both, he's annoyed. Yeah. With John Cena coming. And then John Cena came, and then they had one segment, and that's it. But... Like, there's only one draw left before. Yeah, like John Cena is just like the big celebrity matchup. This yeah, see, year, that's so. why I didn't even put it as the worst match because yeah. Gunther, uh, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. But that's the thing. That's one of that's the worst match, and I'm dying to see what happens because there's the whole, there's the thing that Gunther is an unbeatable champion. Yeah. Hey, there's the thing that Sheamus needs only the Intercontinental Championship to be a Grand Slam champion. Yeah. No other place better to do it than WrestleMania. Right. And then there's Drew McIntyre who hasn't won a title in front of a crowd yet. Okay, yeah. So all three of them winning is crazy. 
Like to me, this match is like any winner, whoever comes out out of the as the winner is amazing. And most matches in WrestleMania are like this because of Triple H's writing. This year's WrestleMania is much tighter. Yeah. Like, I'll give you that. Like, like you don't know, like you know how going into WrestleMania you always knew who's gonna win. Yeah. Over here you can't predict, right? But I know while you're watching the match, yeah, you're gonna change your mind. Like, oh my God, right. what's gonna happen? So yeah. So. Putting the woman back into the picture. Yeah. One match that let's all talk about the one match you really, really don't give a fuck. Do you have about. another one of those? Yeah, I think so. I ordered some last time. So Rio versus Charlotte? Yeah. I think that for me is so like the, the one. No, the worst match for me is the damage control versus Lita Trish and Oh I, I forget that match exists. <laughs> I understand why that match had to happen though. Like that's that's the Vincism of WrestleMania, bringing back legends and giving them a shine. Cause like WrestleMania is all about the pageantry, it's all about nostalgia and all of that, the the grandeur. So that's no, I get it. I get it. that's the thing. Women's match, there's only two. Rhea and Charlotte, I'm actually pretty hyped for because um, Rhea's gonna win. Like this one is pretty predictable. Rhea is going to win. If he doesn't, then that's even cooler. But, but you know what really pisses me off? Charlotte. Like, I love her wrestling. She's probably, for me, the best in-ring performer from the women's division, mm-hmm. right? But the problem is she just doesn't give enough of a fuck. She just doesn't give enough of a fuck. She doesn't show up. She isn't here. Then she shows up randomly and wins... Against Ronda Rousey, another champion we didn't really give a shit about. I mean, I'm glad that happened, honestly. Yeah, but I, I'm happy that happened too. But it's like Charlotte didn't really get over, for me at least. Like, I really didn't feel her character. I really didn't think about it. It just feels like, oh, Charlotte's back with another championship yes. title. That's the thing. That's the thing about Charlotte. Like, I think what Ric Flair is doing is the only person to beat his record of 16 titles is his daughter. daughter. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it doesn't matter if he, it can be beat. It's already been, like, equal. I mean, yeah, but, like, Cena hasn't, Cena's not going to win another belt. I feel like I feel like he's not leaving after WrestleMania. I feel like he's going to win, and then he's going to go on a United States championship reign for a bit, and then he's going to th- stay throughout the year and win the championship next year's WrestleMania. Against Cody <laughs> Rhodes. Yeah, 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 for sure. That... Dude, Cody Rhodes begged John Cena to have a match with him just the other day. He like literally hugged him and went like, please, I'll get the match though, please, I'll get the match though. You heard it, right? Cena was like, I can't promise that, dude. Just like, let me go, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) So, who are your takes since we're on this match? Who are, who are, like, who do you got for the triple threat? For the triple threat. Triple Let's go from the worst to the best. Okay. Best is the main event. This is the worst. Yeah. Okay. Who do you have to win on this card? Is that that's the question? Yeah. Who do you got? I want. Not who who you will think is going to win. I want Drew McIntyre. Why? Because like he's been stalling for a while. Like he's been in nowhere land for a while, and he was our pandemic hero. He was the pandemic hero, and that's been forgotten, really. Like, he's gone to a place where he needs a win. He needs to go up there again. And once Roman Reigns loses, 
the championship scene is gonna open up because he's already beat everyone, so you can't have him do many more repeats. But with Cody Rhodes, Drew can be a competitor again. He can beat Challenge for the main event again, and so can so many other wrestlers. So I want Drew to win. I 100% want Gunther to retain. I want him to become yeah, a big I'm star. And like I think he's already become like a big star because of matches with Sheamus that he's had where he's gone really great. Dude, that match was crazy. Yeah. So I really want him to like shine and I want him to beat that record that he's trying to beat. The longest. Uh, yeah, the longest reigning intercontinental champion. And then, you know what I want? I mean, I don't know long term, but I want him to either be like beat by someone who's like who really needs it who really needs that push like some superstar just needs to get to that next level needs one little more one more push to just get there maybe someone like a Sami Zayn at some point i don't know don't really know at this point or i think i would really love it if he um went and challenged for the main title and you know when the Roman Reigns has all the belts <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, not if Roman is the champion I don't think he needs that I think he needs to go against somebody where people can't really know what's gonna happen so maybe if the belts are split yeah. or maybe he can go after the United States championship and like just unify the belts or yeah, something no no we need more belts not less no 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 what if for example they split the belts after Cody gets it okay. and then we have one big title but also the W. WWE has such a huge mid-card scene right now. Yeah. Mid-card is like huge. We need two belts in the mid-card scene. I'm happy with two belts in the mid-card scene. Yeah. But um, I would love it if I could see more of Gunther. But I guess I what you're saying makes more sense. But yeah, I, I have, I'm rooting for Gunther this match. I want him to keep retain. I get Drew's whole point and also like Sheamus's whole story here as well. If anyone else should win, I think. It should be, it's very hard to tell with these two, but I think Drew really needs it more right now than Sheamus does, because Sheamus has something going with the whole brawling brutes and shit. So yeah, and I think Sheamus has other people he could compete with. Or maybe once Drew's champion, Sheamus can go against him and it'll be a fresh yeah. match. So yeah, ah, that's who I have. What about you, Saab? I actually am so glad you chose Drew and you chose Gunther because I really want Sheamus to win this ah, one. Why is that? Because Sheamus has been in WWE for so long. He deserves... Dude, The Miz is a two-time Grand Slam champion. <laughs> Sheamus deserves to be a Grand Slam champion. He won the Rumble. He won the belts. He won all the belts except the Intercontinental. Yeah. Like, still. That's crazy. So, and... Yeah, I think Sheamus should win by pinning Drew. Yeah, Sheamus has actually been, since he debuted, he's been booked consistently as a very top, upper mid-card guy. Yeah. Winning championships every now and then, very consistently. Very, very consistent. And I, I think, so this match will be really interesting to watch. I'm yeah. so hyped for the worst match of WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> see, see? Triple H, man, it's crazy. <laughs> Alright, so the next one I would say is, um, most probably Finn Balor versus Edge. No, I think the Hell in a Cell aspect of it bumps it up. Too. It really does, though. It really does. It really does. But the match itself, with the characters involved... Actually, yeah, you know what? It's a feud ender. I get it. And uh, also, we're not going to see that bullshit red cell anymore. It's at WrestleMania, so it's going to... Okay, guys, up. I think 
I just realized I think we've forgotten about one match that's also on the main card. Okay, so that is the <laughs> second worst Ray match. Versus Brock Lesnar oh. versus Omos. I did forget about that one. You you wouldn't say that's the actual worst match? Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't because of Brock Lesnar. You can't put Brock Lesnar in the main event of last WrestleMania and say that he's at the that's worst match exactly of this. exactly what they're going to do. No, but that's going to be an awful match, No, but dude. see... Okay, so I get it. I get it. The Omos aspect of it is really bad. But I understand what they're trying to do. This is not for this WrestleMania. This is for all the clips for the next 10 years that Brock Lesnar faced a giant. I, yeah, but also, like, for example, when you're facing a giant, you need that giant really built up, right? This dude has not been built at all. Like, he's just faced jobbers. One, the one time he went up against Lashley, he lost. And I don't think he's, like, one... I mean, I'm just really excited to see Omos get into Suplex City. So, yeah. See, that's what I actually really care about from that match. I just want Suplex City, and I want Omos to get F5 to help. Yeah, I don't think Brock is going to go more than five minutes in this match. No, no, not even five. Like, five is way too much. It's going to end in, like, a minute, 40 seconds or something. And Brock is going to lose. Brock is going to... The match is probably going to start with Brock, like, getting pushed around. You know how... When big guys push Brock, yeah, he just yeah. rolls around the entire yeah. ring. That's going to happen a lot, and then he's going to get his groove. Yeah. Suplex City, F5s. He's, he's going to get really angry, and then that he's just... That could be the start. Yeah. Brock Lesnar's theme oh, song yeah, starts Brock WrestleMania. Loves, uh, opening matches. So yeah, yeah. Leave. So that could be really It's cool. Texas, he's... No, it's not. It's Hollywood. Yeah, yeah it's LA. Yeah. I mean, LA. he has... I'm sure he has some fans in LA from when he was in UFC, so... He has a lot of fans. Brock Lesnar's so over. Yeah. See, I feel like... Brock Lesnar, he got trapped into this a little, but I think it's okay because it's that fun little Brock match that we get. You know, yeah. when he brought the tractor out, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I think I think he's putting it in a fair spot from what's left on the card. What is left on this card? Let's not speculate about Bobby Lashley, Lashley and... Uh, He's not going to have that match. Yeah. No, I, and I don't think Bray Wyatt or anything crazy expect for Uchita Mother. Yeah. So, from that perspective, I think the only matches left after this is Edge Balor, Dominic Mysterio and Ray, and Seth Logan Paul. Oh. And... Seth Logan Paul are rated a little lower. I don't know exactly where it it's goes. It's much lower than Cena. No, dude. it's right after this. It's much yes, lower it's right, than right after. No, dude. The thing is, even Seth Rollins and Logan Paul is something I'm really hyped for. They have built. And they, even more than that, it's going to be a great match. Great match, match yeah. Logan Paul had a great match with Roman Reigns. With Seth Rollins, it's going to be even better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It'll be a good match. But just sure, John Cena has power. like five moves. But John Cena has... A Firepower, like he has the star power, like no one before or since. See, I feel like I do care about this match, but I don't think Cena even cares about this match as much as you're putting it up there. <laughs> Who do you got? Austin Theory, of course. I actually want Cena to win and then dominate the mid card for like a year. You know what I want That's to see? Exactly what I would want to happen. You know what I want to see? I want to see. A John Cena heel turn. 
Finally. It's never gonna happen. You know happen. what what I want this to see? This last segment was quite heelish of John Cena's standards. Yeah. Cena is bad. Literally, like, you suck. Yeah. yeah, but that's not heel Cena. That's just Cena with an attitude. But, but, yes. but, let's, let's just be honest about one thing, though. Wouldn't you like to see it one last heel, heel Cena run before he comes back and beats uh, Ric Flair's record? He said he'll never do it. I don't think. I, I think that's a lie, Saad. I think that is a complete and utter bullshit lie. <laughs> um, he has to do it. He is, without a doubt, like the goat of most of our lives. Money. It's like that undisputed goat thing because of what he's done, you know, for so many years. People kept coming back to watch, dude. That's the most important thing. So, yeah. I, I, I want Cena to win because what I want Cena to do is I want him to win. I want him to come and humiliate Austin Theory on Raw and then just leave with the title, go on this entire film promotion run for the next film, right? With the title... Stay away. Take that title away until SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back for a match with Theory. And Theory's not a face. But he's, he's gonna win now. SummerSlam it. And then Cena can just give him the rub and shake his hand and be like, I'm proud of how you dealt with adversity. <laughs> See, all of that, I actually want Austin Theory to win. I want the match to start off where C- Cena is like, he's not impressed. Austin Theory at all. Oof, that, the, the ring psychology in this match is going to yeah, be like great. He's not impressed by Austin Theory at all, but throughout the match, he starts getting impressed by him. And by the end of it, he realizes... like By the end of it, Austin Theory is going to be so over <coughs> that people are going to take him as a real champion. But Everyone I, I, hates Austin <laughs> Theory. But see, I don't think he's Cena... Like on steroids. <laughs> I don't think Cena has it in him to... Give us start that kind of performance-wise Why push. Why not, dude? What the hell? Dude, man, he, he hasn't done it yet properly. Like, he's come back and been a competitor, but he's never had that... He's given Daniel Bryan that rub. Nope, that no, was not Triple H. That, that, that was not John Cena. Triple H? Triple H was the one who started the whole Yes movement. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, John Cena, I think... I think I want to see a new Cena more than anything. And um, at the end of the day, I'll be happy with however this match turns out. I know the psychology will be good. But I don't think Cena will level in here. Like, Austin Theory is going to need to work with Cena to get them somewhere. What do you think? I think if we're talking about what Cena's going to do, he's not going to put much of an effort. He hasn't against Roman Reigns, so why would he against Austin Theory? No, I think with Roman, he, he put in the effort. He got he... beat the whole fucking match. He didn't even try to look good in the match. But that's part of his upcoming story, right? Like, I think There's he's... There's no story here. Dude, I think he comes back and he has one last title round. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's gone Hollywood. No, I think he's going to come back for one. He... Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, Keshav, Balsal, but Akun, he's just like, he doesn't yeah. doesn't have it in him to come back. <laughs> Who is he going to feud with? Gunther. Part-time champion, Ashu. Nah, dude, like, give him... Bobby Lashley. Give him one of the big titles and then... Oh, yeah, Cody Rhodes is match to match. Fuck that, dude. I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Rollins. 
no gag. Why are you rating Dominic versus Ray so high? That's such mean? a great it, build to it. It's the longest storyline I've seen in my life. <laughs> it started from 2003, the custody of Dominic West. <laughs> this is the second best match for me. It's the WrestleMania, right, right underneath the main event is the Mysterios. It's great, and like, you know what, let's talk about that match for a second. First of all, let's Mr- get there. Let's wait. Rey Mysterio get. gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. He gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> and his son is beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And he's, he has not hit, hit a single punch at Dominic yet. Plus, so I've been wondering how they're gonna even start this match. Like how they're gonna get Ray to say yes because so far he's not listening to anything. Yeah, we thought Dominic said it in the last row. The yeah. next his, his mo- he's gonna get his mom involved. Yeah. And that's the old. That's so good. I think he's gonna get his sister exactly. involved it's as well. So good. Like, I, what if the Buddy Matthews line drops? I'm gonna say it, This is Dominic's biggest match ever. Oh yeah, for I sure. I don't know if he can get bigger than this. This is crazy. He'll he can get bigger than this if he gets the biggest. If he gets becomes the guy. If he, I don't, I don't, he's yeah. never gonna. Be Unless Ray Mysterio dies and then he runs <laughs> rumble and then has that whole thing, yeah. <laughs> like his father did. <laughs> Until then, this is it. No, I don't think I don't think WWE sees Mexico as big of a market as they used to now. Jai to now ekonai I don't think Dominic represents the Mexico market. <laughs> he's gonna change so much, dude. He's gonna wear a mask one day. He's gonna go through an arc where he, he will. And that's the thing. That's the beauty of this match. Like, it doesn't matter what Dominic looks like. He's not that bad in ring. And ever since he joined the Judgment Day, his character development has been great. Great. His mic work still needs work, but he's a kid. He'll yeah. get there. It's still better than any of Rey Mysterio's mic. Rey Mysterio was always like, please, why are you doing this, Batista? How are you doing this, Eddie Guerrero? He's always begging his friends to stay friends with him. (laughs) At least Dominic's cooler than that. That's true, that's very true. Dominic's playing that spoiled brat rich kid role so well. Yeah, 100%. And he wants to be gangster so badly. what happens, you know, when you, like, see, another thing, this father-son dynamic. When a father works too hard for his son to not go through everything he went through, the son becomes a spoiled brat. You know, you know, you gotta let your son go through some hardship. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So there's so many dynamics at play in this match. It's amazing. See, I'm excited simply because I think every time this segment happens. I get pissed at Rey Mysterio. The crowd gets pissed at Rey Mysterio. The crowd who usually love Rey, no matter how much stupid shit he's doing, even they're fucking pissed when they see Rey just, nah, nah, I'm your partner. Which is amazing, because Rey Mysterio is someone who's always been over with the crowds. Like, when have we seen a heel Rey Mysterio? Yeah. Rey Mysterio has, like, but the crowd matters to him a lot. So for him to not listen to the crowd... It means this is oh, a huge deal. That is actually a really good aspect of he's, this. Yeah, Because, like, the fans are rooting for Ray to beat his own kid. Yeah. He's still not that. doing he's it. Not like, doing he loves it. the fans. He doesn't like going against the fans. It's right? basically like Cena saying he's never going to turn heel. But yeah, dude, like, like, what if Cena's son asked him to beat him? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, also, also, for example, I think the rare Dominica story, if you look at it, right? This man has fought, 
fought like a custody match mm-hmm. for him in WWE. Yeah. He he he's so there are so many videos of them when they were tag team champions of like moments where Dominic was at shows and they said celebrate course big moments chilo. So I don't get what Dominic's all on yeah, about. Man, he protected his son from Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yes. dude. I mean, What he still father. got his son into that mess to begin <laughs> with, but but I mean, if nothing else, his son got to do a five star frog splash on Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And a father son six one nine. Yeah. That was like a Goku Gohan moment. <laughs> I I like Dominic. I like the new Dominic, and I'm excited to see where this goes. I I I like this whole mommy papi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's crazy to look. Rhea is on a shit. Yeah. So is. All of Judgment Day gonna walk out of WrestleMania's champions or like as winners. winners. Yeah. Yeah. Does Damian Priest even have a match? No. No. Showcase. But, no. But uh, Dominic, I, honestly, I don't know who I got. I don't. I don't want. <laughs> I Dominic think Ray's to gonna win. Ray should win. It's the Hall of Fame match. Yeah. Be just some senseless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep his respect, or do you and think? After watching the match at WrestleMania Twenty One, Remission Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. I think they're gonna have the exact same match, the exact exact same spots, <laughs> exact same everything, except the ending's gonna be different. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for this match. Yeah. The psychology is gonna be great. Exactly. That's the crowd is gonna eat it up. The crowd is gonna go crazy for this match. Yeah, dude, and look at the amount of. non-wrestling fans who got invested in this match. Yeah, yeah. You know like over the last few weeks when we were showing it to our friends, they're really invested in this match. Dude, everyone wants to just see yeah, Ray turn around and hyped, hyped. I love it. I love it. It's a, it's the next best thing after the main event for me. Who's going to win this match? Which one? Seth Rollins or Logan Paul? Hard to say. I feel so far Logan's been dominating all their interactions. So Yeah, but Logan Paul has not won a single match in a main event yet. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, he did win with Miz at WrestleMania. Yeah, well, he would never have defeated Roman Reigns. I don't think I don't know about Seth Rollins actually. Like, I don't know what this win does for Seth, Logan Paul at all. I don't think Logan needs it. I think Logan needs to go back, reevaluate, and come back and have a feud with someone else for SummerSlam. Yeah, I think his next feud with should be with like Brock Lesnar or something. Yeah. Yeah, I I'd love to watch that actually. Like just to see like what Brock can do with Logan. But yeah, I think Seth would will lose this. Like they're going to make him lose. But Seth has no reason to if like if Logan wins this, he should he should be more active and he should go after the Intercontinental belt. Be in more fatal four ways. Yeah, but the part the part time Shit, schedule is like a lot. It's like. And he should lose this, and then friend. Seth should win it, and then go after Cody Rhodes or something. Yeah, that's finish, what I want. Finish their story. That's what I want, <laughs> but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Seth needs this more than ever because he hasn't won at a Mania in a very long time. He's lost back-to-back Manias against Kevin Owens, Claudio Castagnoli, Tigasse, <laughs> and some other. Guy in between, right? Yeah. Which one was that? Do you remember? No. Is there any way we can oh, find yes. out? Cody. Cody Shatterhase. Cesaro. Cesaro Shatterhase. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. 
Kevin Owens Incorporated it was Cesaro. Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. The pandemic was. Uh, the pandemic Kevin one Owens. was Kevin Owens. So and it, then it was Cesaro, I think. Okay, yeah, alright, makes sense. Yes, at least this way. Yeah. He hasn't won at a mania. What happened last year with Seth? Cody? Cody? Cody, right? His return? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible match, but he lost. Yeah. He and lost all the matches. Yeah. yeah. And you know, there you was know. The one where he was injured. Yeah, there was one where he was injured. popped. You know, um, he's a pecker. He's a pecker. You, uh, you know what I think about Seth is, you know how I was saying earlier that um, I don't think anyone will ever take the Mr. WrestleMania thing from Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I think Seth could be a potential candidate to someday, at least, if not take it, at least attempt it. I think Roman Reigns has more of a chance to do that. <laughs> he main evented like four WrestleManias, won seven of them. Yeah, but see, the thing is, it's not about main eventing WrestleMania. It's about just being the showstopper. Dude. It's about being that guy. It's not. It's not even about winning, as Shawn Michaels has shown us. It's about just being great. And yeah, you know, Seth has that. Every WrestleMania match, like Kevin Owens is Shateo. I think I remember the, the, he did this crazy spot. Of the connector up he jumped onto Seth, and that's how the match ended. Uh, of, of one of the new um, uh, WrestleMania show, you know how they had like empty spots, so yeah. he got onto something, and then Ukandika jumped first, I remember. Crazy actor spot, Chilo. Then he made Cesaro look good, bro. He did. And then Cody Shatato, he gave Cody the best entrance into, a com- into the WWE he could ever have gotten. Right? So. Yeah, Seth really needs this. He deserves this. And I think he's the only man who's actually never, like, who's, who's actually, like, beaten Roman Reigns. So I think he should be a title contender at some point. Definitely. He is who I thought would take the belts from Roman eventually. He's who I wanted to take the belts from Roman eventually. Same. 100% on the same page. I think now we can get to the bloodline. What about the Edge Balor match, short tip? Oh, right, the Edge Balor match. Oh, it's a Hell in a Cell match. That's the Demon versus right the one. Devil. It's oh, going to be crazy. Right. It's going to be the Demon. I really crazy. like that promo. I think uh, Edge should win this match. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want Edge to win. He hasn't won anything since he's come back. But mm-hmm. also, he, he has good track record. No, no, no he has won. He has... When he came back, he won the match with his wife, Beth Phoenix. <laughs> and also, and doesn't also count. with Randy. Did he beat Randy? The, the WrestleMania match, yeah. Yeah. The oh, feud, then no. they had the backlash. Yeah, oh, the backlash match was the best fucking match, the greatest WrestleMania match. And he's ever. beaten Finn already. Finn has won a couple of times, but he's beaten Finn That's multiple be crazy. times. That's gonna be crazy. The magic stuff is gonna be. Awesome. And I want. I love that he mentioned the Undertaker in his last feud. Yeah, yeah. that like, that line sold it for me. I was even telling Saad we were watching it together. Like, when he said that I was baptized in the cell by the Undertaker, I was just like, yeah. oh my god. That was just Demon like... Demon has no idea. Yeah. But I really want to see the Demon character in this new era of like... Triple H's era. Not just Triple H era, but also in the sense that it's going to be Demon Balor who's the Finn Balor of Judgment Day. Yeah. You know? Like the new presentation, the new psychology behind this character yeah and i've been meaning to ask you guys do you think edge is going to be debuting a new 
character or look or something or is he just the gonna devil edge we never got that so yeah he could yeah i think he's not gonna like he's gonna do some sort of scary thing some entrance yeah yeah Ho hopefully not brood and something a little different this time mm -hmm. i i would love to see him bring something new to the table um but yeah i think I, someone's I, gotta fill up very wide spot yeah someone's gonna take over that spot so yeah i, I would love for finn to win this though and mm. yeah i think he needs it edge to has beaten finn yeah finn has also gotten edge to say i quit but that was through like you know he doesn't have a clean win over edge yet yeah. so he needs that and i think judgment day is integral to monday night raw so i want to see them flourish i, I want to see finn go for the united states championship yeah. and win you know it's john cena yeah <laughs> nah cena's too big for finn mm, yeah i mean maybe maybe um so yeah i think now we can finally get to what we've all been wanting to really talk about which Kevin Zane, Sammy Owens. Bloodline <laughs> business. Yeah, Kevin Owens and Sammy Zane versus the Usos. That's the beginning of the destruction of the bloodline. Damn, I have no idea what's gonna go down. It's crazy. Honestly, these two matches will really really determine whether like this WrestleMania Triple H has managed to book it to his full potential. Because I've seen him mess up some of the spots over yeah. the pay-per-views that he's done. He's learning. He's learning, of course. But he's never me messed up the Bloodline storyline. It's so, the best thing about the yeah. movie in like, and he's, the last 15 years. Yeah, and but he's put also, in... endings are like, really hard to write. So. Yeah, of course, because it's like people are always going to be a little underwhelmed. Because they're like, they've thought through all the possibilities. In that match. Those are... Yeah, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Yeah, KO. Champions. Yeah. yeah. Tag team fully. Yeah. yeah, for for a while, for a while. I want a huge fuck up there. I want Sami Zayn to betray Kevin Owens. Oh, <laughs> and the Bloodline wins. <laughs> How many times could we see this happen? We will see this every single time. <laughs> They're like Kane and Abel. <laughs> they will always turn on each other. Oh man. No, but I I want to see them as a tag team. Plus, I want. I this... feel like it's gonna be a point where Kevin Owens is going crazy and he's like killing Jay Uso and Sami Zayn can't take that. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would put it up there as like a potential option actually, but you know what I really want? I just want this cry for Sami Zayn to win something. Mm end so that Cody Rhodes can have his moment with the tribal chief yeah. because I know a lot of people are not into it I know a lot of quote unquote hardcore wrestling fans are not really into this because they're like no no Sami ke jitai di but like what's next no, after but him I think after they that? were saying that during the beginning of the feud but I think they did such a good job with the feud and the build up yeah, and with Cody Rhodes is like, Kurinos played such a safe job there. Yeah. He was the mediator. <laughs> but see, I... See, the thing with Roman and Cody, though, that's what I'm saying, right? I that's think, what I'm saying, Jay. With Cody, Cody playing such a good role, Jay, 
Like people have like they're now fully in on the Cody Rome. Like they yeah, made I thought they lost it for a while, the but then they got it back. I don't know exactly what has happened after the last one. I haven't really checked online to see people's reactions. But I remember when that match happened, the one where not match, that promo took place where Cody when went Sammy and Cody. No, when Cody went to SmackDown for the first time and okay. delivered that promo with Reigns and you know, it was it was a crazy promo. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I remember like one of my friends even went and watched it live, but he was uh, still not into Cody at that point. I wonder if he is now, because that'll be really interesting to see. Because I, I, I do. Cody comes tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Cody needs to be at like every oh, yeah, every show for the next couple of days because yeah. he really needs to sell this match. Yeah, it's only two more rounds left, like SmackDowns left. Two more SmackDowns, one Raw. Yeah. And uh, what oh, do you? The last Raw before Mania. What do you? What did you guys think of that? Promo on Raw from Cody and Roman. Amazing. I love the promo. Dude, they made it so beautifully personal. And the fact, uh, the way Roman Reigns is like, you know, you know how Cody Rhodes' theme song is, wrestling is more than one royal family. Yeah. yeah. But then Roman Reigns remembered that and went like, you know, your father's not here and your brother works elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Cody Rhodes remembered that. Yeah. So, and then he's like, it's just me and He's really selling the fact that he's the first Rhodes to ever win the championship. So his legacy, he really built it up on himself. He really made the Rhodes family a wrestling family. Yeah. No one really... But... But... Roman Reigns? See, it's like one of those matches where you want Cody to win. Yeah. But you don't want Roman Reigns to lose. Yeah. 100%. So it's going to be crazy. Whatever happens. See, yeah. both are good. Like... It'll be crazy to see what happens next. Yeah. Like, if Roman does win... Yeah. Who is left? There is... if Ro- The only way Roman would win is if they have someone really big already on lock. Do they? I don't think so. So, I think it's... Co- I think it's Cody is going to finish his story. Cody's finishing his story and he's gonna go fight for a really long time. Yeah, he's gonna have feuds with... Edge. Edge. Uh, Finn Balor. Maybe. Probably not. Seth Rollins. Seth yeah. Rollins, I think, would That's be the... Big. See, I feel like very long-term booking is Judy Kotha Bully. Brock Lesnar. That would be insane. But I think Brock is gone after this for a long time. Yeah, but you know, he's going to come back. That, and but he's like, he's really enjoying this jobber life he's having. <laughs> <laughs> but... Do but, just I feel like... Gets pat on by MVP. I feel like he... Just wanted to do one year of WrestleMania after Vince left, because Vince like asked him to, but I think he's gone after this. I don't think he has that much interest left anymore. No, I think he's he's having a lot of fun and I think at least at SummerSlam and Mania we'll see Brock. And we'll see him at like a random raw and or hometown at Kutajachi. So who do you guys got? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, yeah. I I'm I'm I want finish the story me too but I, I wouldn't be upset if Roman Reigns does yeah win. yeah 100% I'm ready so Cody Rhodes does win yeah what's next for Roman Reigns that would be so interesting to see like that so yeah that's exactly why, why I want Cody Rhodes to win because he ha- he'll have that whole thing open up for him yeah his whole own branch but then Roman Reigns is gonna get so much more interesting yeah. once he loses the title like 
I think like he's, he they've done start. everything they can do with him uh, with the title, but once he loses it, he the gonna, fallout is gonna be insane. Yeah, he's gonna go crazy. You know, he that one loss is gonna he's gonna be like the Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. <laughs> you know, you know what I think is gonna happen for him after if if very big if yeah. But if he loses, I think what's gonna happen next is that. He's going to do what Roman Reigns does. He's going to blame Jay Uso for all of it. Yeah, he, I think he's going to start OJ, the cracks of the bloodline, right? I think yeah. that's yeah. the story they're going to go for after Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And I think I really want to see that match again. Run it back one oh, yeah. more time. I want to see one with Jimmy. Oh, yeah. That would be great. A fucking two-on-one tag match. Solo and Roman Reigns. Solo is going to be the Batista of that group. When Cody Rhodes went like, Solo, let me tell you, I've been under the shadow of the Generation Champion. Trust me, you're not ready. Jesus Christ. What are these fucking... Yeah, and when he... Randy Orton needs to come back. Randy Orton needs to come back. Triple H era... Dude, even when it wasn't the Triple H era, Triple H made Randy Orton so big. Yeah. There was dude, nothing Triple H wouldn't let Randy Orton do. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Even Dominic has been stealing his lines. Triple H is a Randy Orton fanboy. Yeah. Just like Randy Orton, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, But Dominic said that about his father. <laughs> and his mother's part. I, I absolutely love that promo. I think Cody's excellent on the mic. He knows how to find something in his like opponent right and roman reigns my god just he's a he's a master of like doing facial movements yeah, and yeah. selling the promos yeah he's just so good and you can see he's going insane right you can see the cracks not in just the bloodline in his bloodline yeah. as he's breaking down because he can't process what's happening he doesn't even, even believe that like Cody can stuff, beat him. You know, like number one contenders match, someone versus Roman Reigns. Yeah. Like they have to go through Roman Reigns to get to Cody. Crazy. Yeah, but I would uh, I would be interested to see Roman and um, Jay Uso in a match at SummerSlam after if it happened, or even Jimmy. Like build up, I'd I'd love to see it. <coughs> but yeah, I think Romanik to part time hijab after this. He's he a, deserves it. Yeah, he he's a, he's gonna take a break. He's he's had this company on his back for like three years now. Yeah. And he's been so good since his return, you know. Yeah. And that man is going to go back to being an advocate. <laughs> nah. But I don't think Brock's gonna take him back. No, nah, no. Nah. that betrayal. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah, he's gonna ride off into the sunset and find something new, some new project to do. Could be, yeah. Like, I think backstage is going mainly, but he's gonna be booking someone. I think he'll... Will he finally do the ricochet booking that he's been talking about? Or do you think CM Punk, then he's gonna be the advocate? They're really good together, you know? On screen. They're They have very good comedic value together. But yeah, I'm excited to see where WrestleMania goes, where it takes us. Yeah, I'm excited for both nights of WrestleMania this time. Same, and like I, I said, all the matches are yeah, This is the first time I'm excited for both nights of WrestleMania. In the Triple history H. of WrestleMania. Really? 
It's only been two WrestleManias. Four, 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 four. Yeah, four. What hell? Thirty six. No, I cared about both. I cared about. I cared about both main events last time because it was yeah, Bianca. Yeah, the main events, both nights. Yeah, because of the main events, I cared about no, both nights a little. That. No, no. Kevin night. Owens, the interview session was the main event of the <laughs> I mean, it was a good segment though. <laughs> Just to see Austin back, nothing else. Sure, but when I say both nights, I don't mean looking forward to just one match a night. Acha, so you're just like, it has to be, it has to have some value overall. Yeah, like I'm not gonna skip throughout the first night hoping, oh, I wish I was, it was the second night of WrestleMania. So guys, what do you all want to talk about? Hello. <laughs> My Are you is Becky? <laughs> 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 Are you baking from the dry one? <laughs> <laughs>well guys that was the first episode of the smack talk podcast the number one wrestling podcast in all of bangladesh with your hosts alhan saad and me if you like the episode please like subscribe and share our podcast and for more content follow us on instagram at smacktalk.pod and until next time